When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. Today I'm having a look at the top differentials in FPL at the moment. Some players who are just so lowly owned that I think could be massive rank boosters if you own them going into the start of the season. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. FPL Harry here and today big differentials, some real players that I actually think could be good FPL assets, not just for the sake of the video, ones I'm really keeping my eye on for game week one. Disclosure, I don't tend to play with a lot of differentials in my draft within my FPL team, but some people love differentials, some people like going different, having low-owned players who shoot them up the ranking, so this is probably why you won't see necessarily loads of these in my jars, but I generally think they could be good options. Make sure you've liked and subscribed but let's dive in. Number one is Jackson at Chelsea, coming in at 7 million. 7.8% owned, so less than 1 in 10 people are owning him. Last season in La Liga, he got 12 goals and 4 assists. And so far during preseason, he has been linking up really well with both Nkunku and Mikhaila Mudrik as well, playing as our number 9, playing up front, which is where a lot of us thought Nkunku maybe would play. And he's 0.5 million cheaper than him. Nkunku's ownership is now creeping up over 20%, so more than one in five people actually have Nkunku in their drafts given his preseason form. Jackson didn't start the most recent game just because of the amount of minutes that he's played but I do think as a Chelsea fan he will be our number one striker going into the start of the season and if you look at our fixtures Liverpool at home we can easily score against Liverpool then their fixtures from there on out are really nice and Chelsea have a nice run until about game week eight or nine or so and you could just keep Jackson in your team for that. Now when that does come around and there's maybe a little bit of rotation for the likes of Gabriel Jesus for maybe likes of Erling Haaland when Europe does start. Chelsea, of course, have no Europe and there's not going to be that big rotation issue when Chelsea just continue to play once a week, they rest during the week and then they all fully fit to go again at the weekend. So Jackson, 7 million could be such a bargain because most people didn't expect him to be Chelsea's number nine this season. Next up, we have an uber differential. We have Dan Juma of Everton, 5.5 million, loaned by less than 1% of the game at the moment. Of course, the data isn't really there. He was on loan at Spurs last season. He scored one goal off the bench, which is why his points per 90 is crazy high because he played virtually no minutes and scored once. But he has now gone to Everton. And what was really interesting, in the most recent preseason game, Dan Juma actually played up front for Everton. He played striker as a 5.5 million midfielder. Their opening fixtures are really nice as well well Fulham Wolves Sheffield United in their first four games he could be a great differential if you're looking for that 5.5 mid type budget and you're unsure about in whether Enciso or Jao Pedro is going to start the season for Brighton Dan Juma for me is probably your next best bet Next up is one of Aston Villa's new signing who's absolutely tearing up preseason. Scored again in their most recent friendly in the Club Cup in America. 6.5 million competing with the likes of Matoma and Buemo and Eze. And when he signed, I thought, nah, I'm not going to go there. But given his preseason form, I am really considering him. At just 2.9% owned, it is Moussa Diaby, French player, playing, of course, new signing for Aston Villa. Their fixtures, they have Newcastle away on the opening day, which, yes, is difficult, I am grant you. But after that, 
Everton and Crystal Palace at home and Burnley away in the next four after that. And he looks like he's nailed down on that right wing spot, even playing left wing sometimes. Very focal in that leading line alongside Ollie Watkins. I think they will form a really nice partnership and he could be a great differential over those highly owned options in the Embuemo, in Eze and in Matoma. And I think come the end of the season, it'll be very, very close of who scores most points. Next up, we have another midfielder. A lot of these lists are midfielders because that's where I feel like a lot of the best options are at the moment. And Jared Bowen comes in at 7 million and is less than 6% of teams. Last season wasn't his season. Only six goals, nine assists compared to his flying seasons that he has had in the seasons before. Let only just over four points per start. But the opening fixtures are not bad. They do have Bournemouth, Luton and Brighton away in their first four along with Chelsea at home. But what's important to note is where Jared Bowen is lining up. They're kind of playing a sort of 3-5-2 with this season because there's no Declan Rice. They've lost a couple of options as well. Jared Bowen is almost playing as a second striker. He's not out on the wing like we've seen him before. He's playing a lot more centrally which could be really really good for him. We don't really know who's going to likely to be the West Ham penalty taker. It could be Bowen, maybe unlikely but it's more about that central role. He's really playing well in pre-season and if he continues that form and continues that positioning that we've seen of him into the start of the season, 7 million could be an absolute bargain and just 6% owned. Next up is a defender and it is Tottenham right back Pedro Porro, 5 million and just 4.1% owned. On his day, he is one of the most explosive defenders in FPL alongside the likes of Trent Alexander-Arnold and he's 3 million less than him. Last season, he got three goals, three assists and averaged over four and a half points per start. If Spurs can start conceding less goals than they have done, which is a big if, I grant you, he could be a great asset. He has goal threat. He has open play threat for assists. He takes some set pieces. He takes some direct free kicks as well. Especially if Harry Kane goes, he could end up taking a lot of those free kicks in conjunction with Madison, who's also, of course, signed for Spurs. Only 59 points. He didn't get that many minutes last season, but if preseason is anything to go by, he looks like Spurs' first choice right back. Now, Brentford away, Manchester United at home in the first two is difficult, but game weeks three to five, they have Bournemouth, Burnley and Sheffield United in that run. He is a great option and particularly it might be worth looking at Estupanan to start with, who's very highly owned, and then actually selling him to Pedro Porro when their fixtures do swing quite nicely together. Or you could just start with Pedro Porro on your bench, bring him in for game week three. This is something else that a lot of people are considering with the likes of Ben Chilwell as well, and it works just as well with Pedro Porro. Next up, it is a forgotten man, Solly March of Brighton. 6.5 million and currently just 3% owned compared to 35% owned for his teammate, Mitoma. March was a great asset for us last season. He took some set pieces. His open play threat was better, particularly sort of more direct, I think, than Matoma. Matoma's underlying data was slightly better, but there isn't that much to choose between them. Now, Solly March has picked up a slight knock in preseason, so worth bearing that in mind. But there's no way that there should be 30% ownership difference between Matoma and March unless people are just basing it off the ownership that those players are at. March was a great asset for us last season, and he fell off when he missed the penalty in the FA Cup semi-final against Manchester United and then he wasn't as good from then on out and Deservey mentioned that he didn't really have the mentality at the end of the season he was carrying a bit of a knock as well whether that was an excuse or not we don't quite know but going into the new season he looks fresh he looks ready to go Matoma's been good in pre-season but he has had a lot of right backs that have sort of understood exactly what he's going to do and I think Solly March a 3% owned could be a great differential that we know has done well for us in the past. Now, a defender. We have Wan Bissaka at Manchester United, a 4.5 million defender, currently 2% owned. Now, there is a big caveat to him before we go into the data. 
is Diego Dallo could get minutes. And Diego Dallo has looked okay in preseason, but a lot of Manchester United fans believe that Wan Bissaka is improving a lot going forward and is much, much better defensively than Dallo and is overall the better player. Particularly at the start of the season, I do think Wan Bissaka should be Manchester United's first choice. Manchester United fans, let me know if you disagree, but if Wan Bissaka is going to start, everyone's going Onana at 5 million in goal or Shaw at 5.5 million. But actually, in the preseason games that Wan Bissaka has started, Luke Shaw is sort of slotted in as a third centre back, and Wan Bissaka has been playing up right wing centre forward if you look at his positioning. The opening fixtures are mixed, but it's the same if you're owning Luke Shaw or Onana. Wolves, Nottingham Forest, Burnley are the three green fixtures that they do, of course, have in their first six. The online data from last season wasn't that great, but he is working hard on improving his attacking threat, which basically means Dallow's sort of main USP over him isn't really there anymore. Next up, to compete again. So we had Solly March competing with Matoma and to compete with Harley and Mbwemo, who did score a penalty, is Johan Visa at Brentford. Six million and of course is a forward instead of being a midfielder, taking up one of those valuable midfield spots. He's looked not bad in pre-season. Last season, Tony missed five games. Visa scored four goals and got one assist in those five games that Tony did miss. He's had seven goals, four assists last season in total. He averages almost six points per 90, of course, because there isn't necessarily starts for him, he does come off the bench a reasonable amount. That does boost his points per 90. But if you look at the opening fixtures, if you're looking for a cheap forward, we don't necessarily know who's going to start up front for Brighton. Is it going to be Welbeck, Ferguson, even Jao Pedro could play there. It looks like Visa is pretty set to start the season up front for Brentford. So if you don't have a midfield spot available and you are looking for a cheap forward, he is set and forget. They beat Spurs last season. Newcastle away is the sort of only difficult game in their first eight or so. You can own him for six million. I think he will do well. We've seen him do well when Tony hasn't played before. And finally, we go back to Chelsea and is Mikhaila Mudrik, 6.5 million, with a man that had one great game last season where he ran really, really fast and then against Liverpool and then wasn't seen again performing well at all. However, he looks like he's got a new boost of confidence. Now he's had time to gel with the players around him. He's performing well, linking well with both Nkunku and Jackson so far in preseason and been scoring goals as well. He is a big, big differential because he is the same price as the likes of Matoma, the likes of Mbwema as well. Everyone going up front for the likes of Nkunku. So this one does feel like a real punt. But for safety's sake, I do think he's going to start the season as our first choice left wing. Jackson will start and Nkunku will start and then either Sterling or Madweke will start on that right wing as well. But I do think um, that Mudrik will be our first choice left wing, which means for the opening run of fixtures, again, where there's unlikely to be loads of rotation with Luton, Nottingham Forest, Bournemouth all in there, 6.5 million. He is a massive differential and a different way to go into the Chelsea attack that maybe other people aren't considering. He is probably the biggest punt in this whole list. Let me know what you think about the other players that we've spoken about. Any players that are big differentials that you actually have in your squads at the moment. Really interested to see where you are going away with the template, what those big differentials are you are choosing as well. Thank you all so much for watching. I hope you're enjoying the daily uploads which are taking place between now, well, this week and then the start of the season as well. There's plenty more to come. I will be updating you about my latest draft as well very soon. Thank you all so much for watching. Like before you go, subscribe if you haven't already and I'll be back again very soon. Sports Social Podcast Network.